0: And I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 271, the 2020 NWTF Convention and Sports Show Preview with Pete Mueller. And I am your host and the guy who is excited to go to his first show of the year. So what do I mean by the first show of the year? Well, this is the season, the hunting show season. And for me, it kicks off at Unicoi, the Unicoi Turkey Callmaker Show in Helen, Georgia. And it's going to be Friday and Saturday of this week. It'll be good to catch up with some of the people that I met there last year to visit with them a little bit, hear about how their season went this past year, check out some beautiful and great sounding calls from all of these custom call makers that are going to be there. And it's going to be a great opportunity to immerse myself in turkeys for two days. So I'm pretty stoked about this trip. It's going to be a great time and hopefully I'll come back with a lot of good audio from the show some really good interviews, and be able to bring that to you guys over the next couple of weeks as well. And while we're on the topic of hunting shows, today I have for you the preview show for the 2020 NWTF Convention and Sports Show in Nashville, Tennessee. And I have Pete Mueller on the show to tell us all about this year's convention and sports show, And we're going to get to Pete in just a minute, but right now we are 73 days. Let me check this again. 73 days, zero hours, 19 minutes and five seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama. And you guys know I knew that number of 73 days was right. I just like saying that we're 73 days away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama. It's amazing. It is coming up so quickly and now is the time that we need to be preparing. In fact, we need to have already been prepared for this coming turkey season, but what I mean is preparing ourselves mentally and physically. It's time to break out our calls and start practicing. Don't get your call out the week before season starts and ride around on the roads running your turkey call in your mouth the whole week before season. Go ahead and get that call out now. Start working your calls. Practice with your pot and peg calls. Practice with your box call, your trumpet, the tube, diaphragm, all these calls that we use. We need to be practicing on them now so that we won't sound like a bunch of drunken geese in the woods on opening day. And when I say prepare physically, if you're not in great shape to walk out the front door and go for a run, you're in plenty good enough shape to get out there and start walking and work up from walking if it's even five minutes today. Next week, go 10 minutes. The next week, go 20 minutes. The next week, go 30 minutes. The next week, walk for an hour. The next week, run for 10 minutes, then run for 20 then run for 30. Then it's going to be turkey season. And you're going to realize you're in a lot better shape to get out and enjoy the turkey woods. And really, that's what it's all about, is enjoying our time in the woods. And if we're prepared mentally and physically for that time in the turkey woods, we're going to enjoy it much, much more. So that's enough of my preaching for the day. I didn't really intend to go in that direction, but I got started in that direction, and I really could talk about that for a lot longer, but I'm not going to. I am going to go ahead and jump into the interview with Pete Mueller with the NWTF, and we are going to talk about the upcoming NWTF Convention and Sports Show. Listen in closely because there are some huge changes to the show this year that you are going to want to know about. And I'll see you on the other side. Hey everybody, I am glad to tell you I have on the line with me today, Pete Mueller with the NWTF, and Pete is here to do our annual NWTF convention and sports show podcast episode. So we're going to jump into this thing. Pete, how are you today?
1: I'm doing well, doing well. Happy New Year to you, Andy. I think it's been a while since we last chatted, but I'm doing well. Hope the same for you. Yeah,
0: I am. I appreciate that. You know, I I always look at New Year with a, a little bit of mixed emotion, and it's not so much, you know, the excitement of the new year and sad of being a year older as it is that I know that turkey season is right around the corner for us, but even before then, I get to go and get my annual fix, my turkey fix, for three days in Nashville, Tennessee, and so... My mixed emotion usually is excitement and like giddiness, like beyond excitement. So, you know, if there's, uh, I guess, excitement on steroids would be the other level of emotion that I have. So, man, I'm pumped up. This time of year, you know, we're, we're, even though we're in the throes of winter, I kind of look forward to winter winding down and getting fired up for turkey season. So I'm glad to have you on and talk a little bit about the show that's upcoming in February. And Pete, it has been a while since we spoke last. And because of that, I want to hear what you've been up to lately hunting-wise. I know you always like to take trips out of state. You like to travel. You like to camp. You like to hunt. And I know that you tie some of that in together throughout the year. So what have you done since last, I guess, February, January or February Of last year when I talked to you and asked you the same thing so you did you have any big exciting trips this past year
1: you know things were pretty tame for me this past year you know honestly uh for for me the one that that I think of most actually was just got to go experience over over the holiday break you know most people this time of year they're winding down from deer season they're cranking up for ducks but turkeys are still just a little bit little bit off you know everybody knows that it's coming everybody knows that those spring seasons are going to start opening up at the beginning of March in parts of the country but I had a chance to go visit a friend of mine in Missouri and their their archery season is open right now for for deer and turkeys and I I want to say it goes probably till the end of this week or maybe just a tad bit longer but I I got a chance to go after both deer and turkeys with a bow in the Ozarks and that was a, a pretty awesome experience and you know things are things were tough for a little bit for the first couple of days just because some of the weather that we had, but on the third morning managed to get a doe first thing in the morning and then ended up having a, a pretty crazy experience. I've I've never never really had this on turkeys before. You know, any of the times that I have ever tried to run down a turkey, it's never really ended well. I end up winded, the turkeys end up long gone, safe and sound. But, you know, we had gone and sat in a field expecting some gobblers to work down towards us as we had seen them earlier that day. And they never showed up. So we decided to go hike through the woods and hump it up the side of the hill that we thought that they would work down. And they spotted us at about 80 yards out through the timber. And, and just like you would do in a fall hunt, we figured, hey, if we scatter these birds and we can sit down and call them back, they didn't scatter. They just, they ran a little bit. And I, I think it was probably because me and Buddy that I was with, we had kind of split up to try to keep them from running back down the opposite side of the hill they, they ended up stopping right at the field edge so I was able to knock an arrow and and, and tag a bird right there wow. <laughs> um wa- walking in on them as, as one of them you know sat next straight up and just watching what was going on but you know n- neat experience and uh some some turkey meat for the freezer so I, I was pretty pretty pleased with that and you know that's a heck of a way to to start the new year. Actually, I guess it was right before the new year, but tail ended December. So I now have a, a December turkey under my belt, and that that was a pretty fun thing to be doing.
0: Man, that's pretty cool. That's a wild story. Yeah, I uh, I don't believe I've talked to too many people that have put on a turkey drive and been successful with it. So
1: yeah, you know I don't think it's supposed to work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely don't think it's supposed to work like that. You know, again, I, I fully expected the birds to scatter and then sit down and try to do a little bit of calling just to kind of bring them back to the general region. But for, for some reason they, they hung out and you know, they paid for it. So, but yeah, neat, neat stories and just a, an awesome experience to share with a buddy of mine. And, and again, now I've, I've got a little bit more turkey meat for the freezer to share with people between now and, this, and uh, the spring season starting. So again, pretty cool way to finish out the year and, and even, even a little bit more cool to get it with a bow because I think now, Now, I've tagged all but a Florida bird with my bow, which an an archery grand slam would be a cool thing to do on my own. Yes, it would.
0: No doubt. Very cool, man. That's crazy. I'm glad you shared that story with us. (laughs) I enjoyed that.
1: How about you, man? Did you get a chance to hit the woods this fall?
0: I have. And so, I guess, really, the most excitement I've had in the woods this fall, I've just been hunting here in Alabama and just chasing deer. And I've been fortunate enough to get out behind some. A couple of squirrel dogs for a couple of days and that, that's always fun but I got a Benjamin air rifle for my birthday this year which is the okay. end of October and it is a 357 caliber air rifle and it shoots muzzle velocity on the guns about 850 feet per second and it's powerful enough to kill a deer and I know that because I've killed two with it so far this year. So that's been pretty fun tinkering around with that. And I've, I grew up hunting with an air rifle, you know, toting a 177 caliber pellet gun around the neighborhood and all that. And so this kind of gets me back to those roots, but on a whole different level because I'm big game hunting with it now. And so that's been, that's been pretty fun, but cool. Just got some does for the deer meat for the freezer. Absolutely. That's what i'm looking for i hunt i deer hunt a good bit with my dad and just about every time i go out he says well shoot a big one and i always tell him i don't want to shoot a big one they're harder to get out they're too heavy to pick up and get in the back of the truck and then you have to take them to the tax and they cost too much money that is i'd the rather church. just shoot a doe and i'm perfectly happy
1: absolutely so, yeah they all eat the same in my opinion no so, doubt about it good deal, deal man deal. good deal yeah.
0: So there's a big change to the show this year that I'm sure a lot of people already know about, but just in case they don't, tell us a little bit about that big change.
1: All right. So the the biggest change that we have this year is traditionally our convention exhibit hall floor has been open on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Sundays were always a little bit slower traffic day. Hours weren't as long that day. But what we've decided to do is open our floor from Thursday to Saturday instead. So basically the bulk of everything that happens in convention happens between Thursday and Saturday. Even in previous years, you know there was our worship breakfast. Well, we still do have a worship service on Sunday morning, but uh, there is no longer breakfast a part of that. But that sports show floor to go see all those awesome new products for turkey hunting... And just outdoor lifestyle, that will be open from Thursday through Saturday. I think it first opens up Thursday at maybe 10 o'clock in the morning for people to get down there and start checking things out and, and really, see what, really see what there is to go see the, uh, down there on that floor.
0: So. Yeah, good deal. So what was the main reason for changing the dates of the show?
1: You know, I, I think that it was something, you know, our, our, our registration has continued to go up year after year. Yeah. but it was something where we wanted to try to to expand it to days where we really thought that that people would be able to to travel down and and experience that show floor. I mean, you think about it if if people are taking off to come down Wednesday night to be able to be a part of the Thursday activities, you know, that we already have which is our typical welcome party. You know they were they were already packing up and leaving to go home on Sunday. You know, to stay and see the show floor for those people that are traveling in from out of town. It's something where to to stay Sunday, they were having to then take an extra day off of work. I think part of the idea was we can increase local traffic by opening up Thursday as well, catching people after work during those hours, but then also just make it to where the people that were staying already and leaving Sunday that their schedule really doesn't have to change too much.
0: Yeah, okay. Very good. So you told us about the big change to the show this year. Are there any other changes is the is the format really kind of pretty much the same are the seminars and things going to be on Thursdays and Friday or Thursday and Friday this year with nothing on Saturday or the seminar still going to be Friday and Saturday how tell us about the layout of the show the structure of it I guess
1: sure so there are some other minor changes some of it is more in just you know what we're labeling events and and how things are being carried out but so so every year or i guess it's every 3 years the NWTF hosts traditionally here in South Carolina at our headquarters we host an event uh to try to pass on some of the knowledge that we've learned some of the best practices we we pass it on to some of our our most dedicated volunteers and it's our national leadership conference these might be state chapter representatives that come in this year we actually bumped that event to be on the front end of convention so because we're having NWTF volunteers there for for things that are going on early in the week uh, we're, we're kind of combining in some of the stuff that we do on wednesday and even thursday so you know I, I think typically the first event of our convention was always our early bird social well this year you know it's just called our volunteer celebration we've invited people down there but again Tickets are still available for that, I believe, but that's at the Wild Horse Saloon in downtown Nashville. Always kind of an exciting thing to go to, some live music. Obviously, you're in the the heart of Nashville, getting to experience some of that nightlife. But instead of convention kicking off Thursday with that evening event, that welcome party, that event is now being dubbed our kickoff party. And we're, we're trying to go with a little bit more of a different theme. We're trying to, you know, invoke some of the fellowship, but we're also trying to add a little bit of fun to it and, and almost going to have it set up almost like a, a tailgate style thing. We want people to come. We want people to, to, you know, share their love of their favorite sports teams, but also just come out and enjoy a, a nice dinner, some games, silent auction, um, things like that. And then we're going to have entertainment again that first night. That'll be by Chris Jansen. But, but throughout the rest of the day, again, that exhibit hall floor is going to be opening up on Thursday. But we even have some cool things that are going on earlier in the day. We've moved some of the more business-related items of convention to earlier in the day on Thursday. And, and honestly, I encourage people to go check these out. But starting at 9 o'clock in the morning, we're going to be having our national rendezvous in the Delta ballroom. And this is something that's open to the public. I still think that you have to RSVP for for a ticket for it when you're going through the registration process, but this is Becky Humphreys, our CEO, Harlan Starr, who is uh, our board president. But then we're also going to have a small meat eater, you know, podcast style set up there with, uh, with some of the, the folks, some of the personalities from the meat eater crew and they're going to do a, a live event right there in the Delta Ballroom. And that's, again, something a little bit new that will be happening during that 9 to eleven thirty block. Again, kind of going on right there at the beginning of when the, the exhibit hall floor is opening up. But that gives people a chance to have some of that be a little bit separated out from some of the nightly events, but still get some great entertainment out of it. Anybody who's ever watched any of the meat-eater stuff or, or, you know, seen – you know, some of the things that go on, you know, with Renella and his crew. Definitely yeah. some entertaining things there, so I'd encourage yeah. people to check that out. Th- those are some of the, the biggest changes is just kind of how the format of things are going to flow, but but as the rest of the convention, you know, moves on, you know, we still have our ladies auction and our, and our uh, hunt auction, you know, at their typical times, and there's still some of the regular things to see down on the floor, although there, there will be a little bit more booth or a little bit more booth space on the floor this year just because we've expanded to take over a little bit more of that exhibit hall space so again lot, lots of things to do lots of things to see all under one roof there at the gaylord opry land in nashville very cool
0: so in the past we've been able to kind of i guess plot out our attack on the convention of sports show using the app and is the app updated
1: So the previous company that we used for providing the app and some of the convention and sports show navigation, we're no longer working with them. So the previous apps that you've used in the past will not be updated. So you can go ahead and delete those off your phone, but we still are in the process of having the final touches put on something for this year to where you still will have similar options to be able to plan and schedule out your convention experience. Until then, you can really find you know, more information than you really need about the entire event simply just by going to nwtf.org, either clicking on the convention tab or just simply typing in nwtf.org slash convention. That'll get you to to our drop site, which has information on, on the entire show, top to bottom, the auctions, uh, where to go to book a room if you still need to get your sports show tickets, you know, all the sponsors of the event and everything else that you need to know.
0: Cool. Okay. So... I'll delete that app then, so I don't make the mistake of going to that while I'm there on the floor trying to figure all that out. So that's good to know.
1: Yeah, not sure. Not sure we have the same the same exhibitors as the 2019 convention. You know, again, we'll have a few more, but uh, always good to know exactly where everybody's going to be, to where you can get there and beat some of the crowds to go check out those hot new products that they'll be showing off. Okay. All right.
0: And so tell me a little bit about the seminars. Is there a schedule for those yet? Do you know what the topics are and the host, who the hosts are going to be, that kind of stuff?
1: So those things are, are still coming together. I guess this does kind of fit into one of the changes because we've kind of, again, migrated that National Leadership Conference into convention in some regard. There's going to be a little bit more overlap on some of the the things that we plan out so you're still going to be able to go see some of your industry personality favorites talking about their experiences giving you some tips and tactics for the spring turkey woods but there are also going to be some events and some seminars that are that are going to be going on concurrently uh, with those other ones that that teach you a little bit more about maybe how to host a better mentored hunting event or how to help, you know, carry out a a better field to fork event. And, again, these are still kind of materializing as as we're trying to figure out really what the need is for our volunteers. But, you know, the NWTF Convention Sports Show is a huge celebration of all the successes of the past years, but it's also an opportunity when we have those most dedicated volunteers and all the people that are really helping to do all that good work across the country every year. When we have them all in one spot, if we can offer them some sort of educational opportunities – educational, but entertaining opportunities to attend, you know, I feel like we're, we're moving in the right direction to, to try to help them out. But again, you're still going to be able to see some of your, your, your other style seminars where you can, again, learn how to better turkey dog hunt or whatever it might be, you know, the, the types of things that we have in the past. So just keep an eye out on that, that NWTF convention page to see, see how those end up coming to place.
0: All right, but we can expect more seminars. There'll be a lot
1: more diversity. It it won't just all be about how to become a better caller or or hearing some of your industry favorites talk about their best turkey hunting experiences. There's going to be a little bit more of an educational aside to some of the the events or some of those seminars that are really going to try to help feed that mission that we have to save the habitat, save the hunt, and, and help better arm our volunteers to to go and, and recruit that next generation of hunters and, okay. and help teach them to be better Turkey hunters.
0: Gotcha. Okay. That's interesting. And I think that's a good little change that you you guys have made. So that'll be good. Be glad to see that. Is there going to be a kids area again this year?
1: Absolutely. You know, I think one of the, the biggest draws of our convention, and again, the reason that, that that attendance goes up on an annual basis is because it is a family event. I mean, there's something there for everybody. And, I believe that we we are right now on a waiting list of people, you know, all the booths are filled for that family adventure village so you can expect to come out and have all those hands-on activities that, that are really going to have your kids leaving with a smile on their face. So bring them out, let them let them go be a part of those opportunities. I know in past years we've had, you know, archery, shooting, there's been some uh some BB gun shooting at at some of the Daisy booths, things like that but other hands-on activities to really help foster an understanding and education about wildlife and conservation. So definitely look for that. That will be back again this year.
0: Okay. And then you brought this up. We talked about it a little bit, but I want to go into a little bit more detail about this. So I guess, first of all, are there still going to be the dinners that that the NWTF puts on every year? I think there's what an auction dinner and another dinner that you guys do on what, Friday night, I believe. Uh, well, maybe it's Thursday night this year. But are those dinners still going to happen, and are there tickets still available for those? Do you know?
1: Absolutely. So t- tickets are still available right now. Again, if you go onto that website, uh, nwtf.org/convention. Again, our, our Thursday event, which was the welcome party, we've had live entertainment during during that meal in previous years. That's going to be our one of our bigger nights. And again, Chris Jansen, country music artist, is is going to be playing at that event. But again, instead of it being more of a sit-down meal, I believe it's going to be a buffet this year. And, it, and it's going to be more tailgate-style food, just a more fun atmosphere with some games going on. Our Friday night is our Grand National Auction. That's where you get a chance to bid on some of those once-in-a-lifetime opportunities for trips or hunting, excursions, adventures, things like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Our Saturday event, which has always been our awards banquet recognition, it'll still be, there There will still be the recognition of, of some of our biggest donors, or not our biggest donors, some of our biggest supporters, some of the biggest uh, volunteers as far as accomplishments over the past year. Recognizing, again, all those people that have really helped move the needle in the right direction towards our Save the Habitat, Save the Hunt initiative. But it's going to be a, a lot shorter and, and, and a little bit more concise in trying to recognize those people that are making the biggest impact. You know, again, there's a lot of people out there, but we're going to be recognizing people at a variety of events throughout the convention. And at the, at the event, at the end of that award ceremony, we'll, we'll again have some live entertainment Red Aiken, Peach Pickers, and, you know, songwriter of some of the, your, those most recognizable Nashville hits, he'll be there with some of his friends having a, you know, songwriters night, guitar pool style kind of deal up on stage. It'll be a nice, a nice way to close out our convention. Okay.
0: Now, the other seminars that you guys are going to do that are really kind of NWTF related, is there a need for tickets for those, or are they kind of come and go as you... Please Seminars,
1: just as previous years, those will be a, if you see something that you like, go ahead and attend it. You know, that's all part of, you You know, if you're there to see the sports show and you get your wristband, that's all part of what you get with your admission. So no need to buy additional tickets for things like that. I think the only one that does require you to at least obtain a ticket for it, but it, at no charge is the rendezvous on Thursday morning, and that's to be able to see the live podcast-style event with meat-eater folks and also to to be able to listen in on some of the state of the NWTF news going to be delivered by Becky and Harlan.
0: Okay. All right. And then you mentioned the big auction, the auction dinner that's going to be there, the, the Grand Auction. Is that what it's called?
1: The Grand National Auction. Grand yes. National Auction. Okay.
0: So you mentioned the Grand National Auction. But what about the other auctions that go on throughout the day or, and throughout the show, really? Oh, are those still going to be I mean, going there on? There are a
1: number of things that are going to be going on on the show floor. I believe there's a silent auction down there, a continuous silent auction. We have our hunt auction, which does require a ticket that is a meal event on Saturday during the day for your lunch. There's also the ladies auction. You, it's not just for ladies, but typically the items there are a little bit more themed for those those female hunters. But it's something that if you're also just that guy that, that wants to go out and and find something for that special lady that you got in your life, you can attend that event. But that one is on Friday. That's also a ticketed event because it is a lunch, a, a meal item that you get. So mm-hmm. there's, again, lots of different things going on. I think there's gun boards down on the exhibit hall floor. You know, you can find out all those different pieces of everything that's going on if you check out that website and get yourself a little bit more familiarized with all the, the moving parts to this, this event that just keeps getting bigger and bigger every year thanks to all those dedicated hunters and those dedicated NWTF volunteers that come out to check it out and be a part of that biggest party that to, that hits Nashville every year. I mean, it's, it's, it is the biggest consumer show in Nashville. So, yeah. We're pleased to have all the attendees make it that way every year.
0: Yeah. All right. Tell me about the calling contests. Is there anything new coming to the calling contest formats this year?
1: You know, there there always seems to be some minor things, a little bit too tough for me to be able to keep up with. I think any of the biggest changes have just been more this year in the, the slotting of when things are going to be carried out you're still going to have your gobbling and owl hooting championships Uh, you're still going to be experiencing the new team air and friction challenge that one's going to be taking place on friday morning can't remember if that's a different time from last year the grand nationals for the youth divisions those are all going to be taking place on friday and then you've got your grand national friction and senior finals both taking place on saturday with sandwiched in between those events we we launched it last year but it's our Hall of Fame for the Grand National Call, Grand National Calling Championship. So we'll be having mm-hmm. the inductions into that middle of the day on Saturday. So just keep posted on those. Same as previous years, we plan on live streaming every single one of the calling competitions, even the prelims. So if you don't get a chance to get to the show or even if you're on the show floor, and you can't run upstairs to go check it out in person. You know, you can tune in to NWTF on Facebook and be able to follow along to the live feeds that we will have there.
0: Okay, very cool. So it doesn't sound like the calling contest, the days of those are changing, that they're pretty much taking place on the same days that they have in the past.
1: Yeah, I think the the biggest thing was that we we went away from the, the team challenge to the team air friction last year but again that's continuing on uh, that seemed to receive a lot of positive feedback from the callers and we're we're just pleased to, to keep helping the thing evolve a little bit more and and finding ways to to keep competitions fresh and new but also you know I know that it's also a chance that I, I seriously encourage people to check out even if you don't see much entertainment value in going out and watching these guys compete on a big stage, which honestly I think is, is worth seeing in itself. It does give you a chance seeing some of the senior finals, the opportunity to hear feedback and, you know, maybe find a way to make your own calling a little bit better by listening to a panel of judges give live feedback to the world's best Turkey callers. So definitely tune in for that, but also make sure you get out there and support those youth as they get up there on that stage and, show off some amazing turkey-calling skills.
0: I don't like going and watching the youth turkey-calling contests because... They make you it, feel
1: bad? <laughs>
0: it makes me feel really bad.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I get that myself. Totally do. Uh,
0: they really are amazing. And, you know, from for me, being someone who attended calling contests back in the late 80s when they were huge, And it seemed like, and I know there wasn't one every single weekend, but it seemed like there was one every single weekend in Alabama, you know, and going and watching those. But, and don't get me wrong, those are some phenomenal turkey callers who were calling in those contests at at that time. But to see how the calling has evolved and how much better it's gotten, both because of the technology of the calls that are being made today compared to what they were. 30 years ago, but also the collars themselves are better. You know, it's, it's humbling going and even watching the youth contest. I mean, it's, it really is what you said. It, it, it's amazing watching them, but it makes you a little bit jealous. So
1: (laughs) no doubt, no doubt.
0: So that gives us a pretty good overview, kind of a 10,000 foot view of the show and I think it's important just to stress again to everyone listening that some of these details for the show are being still being hashed out so it's important for us to go to the website and stay on top of that but anything else about the show or that weekend that you feel like we need to know that we haven't touched on?
1: You know, I, again, I, I can't stress it enough. You know, the people that, that travel traveling from out of town do want you to know this year that the dates have changed. So, you know, if you were planning on coming in and getting down on the show floor Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just, again, note that those times have changed. We're open a day early. So adjust your travel plans accordingly if you still want to get the full experience you know, but, but again, this is, this is a big event. It's not just for, for turkey hunters. Obviously, again, it's very turkey centric, but there's a lot of cool things just for anybody that enjoys the outdoor lifestyle. I mean, you'll see home, home goods down on the floor. You'll see regular hunting equipment. You'll see, you know, apparel, all all kinds of things. And it's, it's, if you haven't yet experienced it, I'd encourage you to come out and give it a look. And if you've been there before, you already know that you got plenty of reasons to go back, but stay tuned for more information. Again, we're just a little bit over a month out from it, but as we start announcing the people that are going to be hosting the seminars, those are things that you want to, to make sure that you not, that you mark down on your calendars to where you can be there at the right times. But outside of that, just plan on coming in and hanging out and enjoying and having a good time. I mean, Andy, I see you there every year. And, you know, it's it's an opportunity for me to get a chance to see everybody each year when I, I haven't had a chance to connect since past February. So I look yeah. forward to it, look forward to seeing you there again. One last thing. I don't know if you, you've mentioned it to your audience. And, and actually, this is one of the, the new things that we will have there is we will have a, a area with live podcasts going on. And I know that we've been extended an invitation to you to come and, and set up out there. So
0: I have not mentioned that yet to anyone and I am glad that you brought that up and I am looking forward to that and I'm also looking forward to the opportunity that it affords me to be able to interview in person some of these people who are affiliated and associated with the NWTF, spokespeople members of the board and so on and so forth that I would have a much more difficult time tracking down and while they're at the show and in that turkey frame of mind it's a great opportunity for me to be able to track them down to get them on the show for an interview and you know I, I think that that's awesome that you guys have afforded us podcasters the opportunity to be able to do that and you know It does get that additional exposure out there for you guys, and I think that's huge. So I'm really excited about that. Any of you guys listening to the show who are planning on coming to the convention and sports show, and I hope that's every single one of you listening, be sure to keep an eye out for that section, and be sure to keep an eye out for me there. I am looking forward to that very much. But I will also be floating around. I'll be here and there on the floor show. I'll be in and out of the calling contests. I'll be in and out of the seminars, so I won't be there full time. But when you do see me there, please stop by and say hello and introduce yourself. I'd appreciate that very much. And Pete, thank you guys for putting all that together.
1: Absolutely, man. Look forward to it. It'll be here before we know it. No doubt at all.
0: Well, man, I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to seeing you shaking your hand. And maybe if I can get you away from work for a little while while you're there, buy you an adult beverage.
1: Sounds good think i can make that happen
0: good deal all right buddy well i will see you here in about five or six weeks and you take care in the meantime and look forward to seeing you soon
1: absolutely andy definitely appreciate it and we'll talk soon all right thank you goodbye
0: all right i hope you enjoyed the interview with pete you know i have yet to speak with anyone at the nwtf who is just not down to earth not super nice not helpful and someone that you wouldn't want to carry on a conversation with for hours. I've talked with several people over there at the corporate office, and I just don't think those people exist at the NWTF. And I definitely know that Pete Mueller is not one of them. Pete, thank you for your time. Thank you for the information that you shared with us. Thank you for what you do at the NWTF. And you guys who are going to be at the convention in Nashville, keep an eye out for the podcaster section, which I believe is going to be in the registration area. So it's actually just outside of the exhibit hall, but still within that same area where you get your armbands, where you get your passes for the actual sports show and convention itself. So keep an eye out for me over there. There's going to be a couple of other great podcasters over in that area. There should be some great interviews going on. And one thing that I'm toying with that I am most likely going to do is be interviewing some of the show attendees while I'm there and so if you're there and you listen to this show and you come by my table when I am interviewing someone and you want to stick around and be interviewed yourself let me know I would love to interview you. we'll talk a little bit of turkey we'll find out why you're at the show and what you're enjoying most about the show as well. So, listen, that is all I've got for you guys today. But if you will do me a huge favor, if you will take the listener survey that I currently have out there, all you need to do is text THP survey. That's like Turkey Hunter Podcast. THP survey. Text that to the number 44222. Follow some simple instructions. I'm going to send you a link that you can click on to complete the brief 10 question survey. And that survey really helps me to hear from you, the listeners of this show, to know what you want more of, not only in 2020, but 2021 and going on and on and on. And it helps me to make this show the best podcast that I can make it so that I can keep you coming back for more. So please take about two minutes and do that for me. I really can't thank you enough in advance for it. Those of you who have already completed the survey, I'm very appreciative of you. And your comments and your input do not fall upon deaf ears or blind eyes. So I will be paying attention to what you put in there and will attempt to make some changes to the show as needed from there. With all that said, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com